Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. Um, I open it up every time differently, and I need to get it together. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, today, we have our friend returning already in season two. It's because we love her that much, Danielle. Guys, come on. Really? (laughs) Thank you. Love it. I don't know if you love me or... Or my husband more, Mr. William. (laughs) You both were so good together. Um, And I think we have your husband scheduled for a future episode all by himself. So exciting. Um, In order to spread out this, that is your family. So, all right. Are we doing life updates, Llewellyn? Uh, No, we are not. But Danielle, do you have any? life updates and yeah we yeah good point good point we need that we need uh, an update from you um cool um update is our son is going to a an appointment and shriners in philadelphia um so we kind of mentioned in the last episode and it was got really awkward mm-hmm. with my husband um but they both were born with arthrogryposis <laughs> so funny I felt so bad because we were talking about different, you know, that's when the tongue episode happened. Yeah. You mentioned about really. (laughs) We're just going to not talk about it. Listen to that episode because it's hilarious. Um, But (laughs) they both were born with that. So there's very few specialists in the nation. (laughs) And Mm. we're going to Philadelphia. They have a specialist there. Shriners is an amazing hospital. They you don't pay a penny. That's awesome. You don't have to bring your. That's amazing. Like they, that's how they roll. And um, we're working with. It's just opening doors of realizing there's way more opportunity to um, be blessed by stuff because it's a cost because we have to fly because yeah. Mav mm-hmm. really can't ride that long in a car with all his needs. So we're doing that. So we go in December and that's coming up pretty quickly. So we're excited to see what they can do to help him. And yeah, that's pretty much the latest and greatest. It's mainly focusing on our son a lot of the time. Oh, and then um, William started his podcast. He did. Thanks to this podcast. Oh my gosh. It's so cool. Um, So he's doing it about football and... Yes. It was not a great weekend for football for him. Um, Ooh, bummer. So it'll be interesting what this week sounds like. But he can feel your pain. So this week, they're supposed to do two episodes, like the game and then like post-game reaction. He spent mm. like three hours editing and it crashed. Oh, no. And ta- Oh, no. Time was really limited. So all of a sudden he just comes downstairs sulking and I'm like, what is wrong? Like, he's like, I lost everything. And I was like, I feel his pain. Oh, and like he he went corrupt and he lost it. And he's like, I have no time to go back to finish it. Cause we have to, they have to do two episodes a week right now. He's like, I just can't do that. It's just crazy margin. He's just going to do one episode a week. Lesson learned. But he learned early. Yes, he did. So kudos to you guys. Yeah and helping him yeah we had a nice little meeting with him before he like got started yeah he had notes he still has his notes i know he was such a great i felt 
I will say this, and we'll probably have to tell him. I felt very honored by him because he came like prepared with questions, taking notes. Like, I know that may not have been his intent, but I walked away and I was like, that's how you like ask people for help. I mean, it like you knew he wasn't trying to waste our time and, and we love him. So we want him to succeed anyways, but yeah. he, I think he honored us very well in that. Um, so I'm very grateful for him. Yay. Yeah. Well, good. That's awesome. And that's it with us. Love it. Awesome. Llewellyn episode recap. What are we talking about today? Yes. I came prepared guys. This week, we are I have watching... a prepared statement. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we watched the episode titled The One with Russ. Not Ross, Russ. <laughs> After some gentle persuasion, Joey accepts a great acting job. Rachel dates a guy who looks amazingly like Ross. Dun, dun, dun. That's awesome. So, with um, only 14 letters and 17 characters, this is the shortest episode title of the entire series, only excluding the two part episodes. Um, so, this is one of like the quickest going. So, we obviously start the episode with a soft open, and the guys, the group is um, coming up to like a newspaper stand and trying to find some of Joey's reviews. Um, Phoebe happens to point out that he was not wearing any underwear um, during his play. Did I? No, no you're not right? wrong. That was no. Not to, was it during his play or like no? They took the subway to get. Oh yeah, the she, paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Must have been the way. Okay, I missed that part for sure. Okay. So they because um, it, it was like really early in the morning. Apparently, papers came out that early, it. like one a.m back then was it that early because it was daylight out it was probably like 8 a.m and they're just they like to sleep late or something yeah well you know how they do that i mean they're at a coffee shop in the middle of the day on a work week like yeah, it's not <laughs> they're never they work. don't actually work let's just be real um so we hear reviews and the reviews are bad yeah, like terrible horrible um so one thing uh that was caught is on the newspapers um, that the gang is kind of thumbing through for the reviews on Joey's play. There's a headline for Mark Messier scoring his 500 NHL goal. So this actually happened um, in November of 1995, but the episode aired in January of 96. So probably because the episode was filmed in November, that's why it's sort of like a late headline. Um, cause technically that's about, you know, two months late for that headline. So just kind of like a, something that was caught. Um, but do you guys have any comments on like his reviews? I don't really have a comment on his reviews. I just loved, um, I love seeing Chandler's reaction with everything. Like he's just so, and just like shows his like loyalty to his friends. Like he looked at them and said, if it's not a good review, like don't read it. And yeah, I don't know. I just love that side of Chandler. I, I couldn't really focus on anything else besides him sitting down next to a, like, like a water hydrant. And I just thought you're in New York and you're sitting down next to that. I just thought like the New York life, like that's disgusting. Yeah, and I, I get it. I lost all like 
I was like, yeah, things are happening, but I could just think you both just, and isn't like Monica, like a, she's like a, she's a germaphobe and she sat down right next to him. But she's also kind of going through her own stuff right now. I know. So maybe she's not so focused on that. Yeah. Her true germaphobe things do not come out until later. True. I mean, it's almost as if she gets worse throughout the series. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we get through the soft open to go to the, you know, regular bulk of the episode. And of course, Llewellyn isn't going to make a comment. (laughs) Ross is back full force with his hi. (laughs) Hi. The worst. It's just like typical Ross. I'm like, come on, man. I thought it was already like done, but it keeps popping back up in random episodes. And I'm not quite sure when it finally fizzles out. Not soon enough. Um, Correct. Now, Fun Bobby is back. And they mention a lot of like, he's, you know, full of love and full of like the weekend. And he is full of wine is what we (laughs) kind of discover. Yeah, because between the friends, they all had two bottles of wine, but yet five were empty. That's a lot of wine. That, so, that's can a you lot even do that? Wine. I mean, if you if you're a true alcoholic, like you can go through wine and not feel it. Whoa! But I don't know that much I've, wine. Yeah, I don't know if one person can drink three bottles and not be like inebriated. You would think us for sure. <laughs> We would be in the hospital. You're not- <laughs> <laughs> I I um, like I like him because they all like him. Yeah, because he's fun. Yeah, because he's super fun. But I did not like his um turtleneck he was wearing, the red. I wasn't feeling it, Bobby. Mm. Wasn't feeling it. His hair was like very like light and feathery and swoopy. Yeah, he's not a bad about that guy. when it comes to like guys' hair in the nineties. I mean. I don't know. I I don't mind it, I'll, but I also don't mind a guy with longer hair. So I guess mm-hmm. the 90s hairstyles didn't really bother me. Sorry. Long hair, long tongues, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I was referencing a giraffe. Yeah, a giraffe. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think about like I don't think I have much reference for like that type of hair. Um, I do. He reminded me of Kurt Russell. He looks a lot like Kurt yes, Russell in yeah. the 90s. So I think that's why wow. he had hair. But then I thought, okay, when we were all in the 90s, they all had like full cuts on their heads. <laughs> so I don't have a really good hair reference <laughs> to any guy. They probably, all Probably because that was our age. Like, yeah, our age was like. The age range was more full cut or yeah. Or mullets. I had a mullet. You had a mullet? I had a mullet. Oh, man. You had a mullet? I did. Can you get us a picture of that? I could probably... So we can post it on our social one. media? Yeah, between that and the bowl cut. That's what I had. <laughs> I think we had, like, bangs that kind of looked like that. But we never had an actual bowl cut, I don't think. You're lucky. But it was probably close. <laughs> Anyways, um okay then we're back in the cafe and phoebe her oh no 
this is the first use of her catchphrase. So as the series continues moving forward, we hear her say like, oh no, like that is her catchphrase. And this was that's the first a really use good, of it. That's a good episode. like impression of her. Yeah, that was really good. Was it? Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't think I could do it. Another person who does a really great impression is Russ of Ross. <laughs> <laughs> it's so so we meet Russ as Rachel's date person thing. Um, uh, I'm just so thoughts. triggered by him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, I like my only thought is, is it possible to hate Russ more than Ross? Oh, it is. <laughs> because I definitely do. <laughs> I think. Why? I, Ugh, you go. Ugh, go. <laughs> he just like they. I mean, obviously, we all know that David Schwimmer played Russ as well. What? But the way they made him like look, <laughs> the hair, the nose, the dr- the outfit, like it's terrible. He could have tried harder. <laughs> he could have tried to be like a to little do what. T- to be a little different, like his voice could have been different. Like, like even I know the high, the high was the same. Like every it was so annoying. Like he could have had like an accent to make it make like it's just like so. There's hardly like they what put a nose piece on and a wig. Yeah, basically they could have like made it. She's like they're nothing alike. I'm like, girl, you blind. <laughs> I was like, even a cat could see they're the same person. Like for me, I was like, you could have done a little bit more. To differentiate, yeah. But that's just, like, him not changing the... Ca- I mean, unless they wanted to be exactly the same. Yeah. Well, and knowing friends as they are, like, how stereotypical they are with their, like, character portrayals and stuff, I'll bet they were like, we want it to look exactly like it so that it's it's a gimmick. Like, it's a very funny joke when he walks in and you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rust is Ross. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's dating the same person. Um, okay, so then we go to Estelle's office, and this is her first appearance, right? Yes. Yes, okay. So she essentially says, Joey, you did great on your interview, but the only way that you're going to get this job is if you pretty much sleep your way Which onto we, the cast list. We, we didn't mention, when, we were at, when they were at the cafe, he came in and said... You know, guys, I, I got an oh, audition yeah, yeah. for Days of Our Lives, the mm-hmm. popular soap opera of that time. So I loved how they weaved so. that in, like an actual current soap opera. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yes. <laughs> Anybody else watch that show ever in your life? Not that I one. think it used to be on when I worked out at my community college. There would always be one of the TVs in there would be so, one of the soaps. And I never knew which one was which. But I'm sure at some point I was like watching an episode of it while like on my little like stair stepper or something. Yeah. Um, but I've never, I mean, outside of that, I've never seen an episode. Well, they're like so, like soap operas are so long that like you almost... I mean, I watched Days of Our Lives for maybe, like, two seasons once, like, in the middle of it. I can't even remember what it was about. but you did? I did. <laughs> I did. I don't know why. Like, I, like back when, like, DVR was, like, new. Oh. And so I would, like, DVR it because, obviously, I was never home ah. at the time that it was on. But, yeah, I don't yes. even remember. I don't know how I got into it. 
It's pretty yeah. much probably still the Did same. Did your mom watch it? No, nobody in my family watched Your it. mom didn't watch it? <laughs> no. Whoa. I don't know why I watched it. My mom watched Young and the Restless. What's the other ones? All My Children. I don't even know what's I left. Know. I know Young and the Restless is left. What is it on, like, season 80? <laughs> and it's the same people. Know, and they're so old. That's just that they run forever. But, like, it's one of those things, though, if, you, if you're cast in, like, a soap opera and they're able... Soap opera. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And you're able to, like keep your your character like on the show or whatever it can be the career for you i mean you could die and then you could come back as an evil twin so, so you true. don't you can never leave so true so true anyways yes yeah, so we're in estelle's office that's such like a crazy world yeah so we're in estelle's office and essentially like it's a really bad gig and i'm i'm i was baffled a little by joey's predicament here because Yes. He doesn't hasn't always seemed to be the one that has the most upstanding hmm, character, let's say. <laughs> so it's surprising it. that he finds this as like a moral dilemma. I, I did find that very interesting. Um, I didn't make note about it until later when they were in Chandler's apartment. But yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about that in a minute. Okay. I, I would just have to say in Estelle's office, the little cigarette holder that she popped <laughs> up because she's stressed. That I just thought it was super cool. I know I was impressed. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not a smoker, but if I was, I would have that. <laughs> Almost like the extensions in the 20s, where like oh. these women would like with the long like additional yes. thing with the cigarette at the end. I was like, if I ever smoked, I would use that for sure because it's just so like classy and elegant. It feels like I've never I smoked agree. a day in my like life in the, besides cigars, but. Back in the day, I feel like smoking, they made it look appealing. Now it's just like mm-hmm. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> One word, cancer. Well, they've, they've kind of replaced smoking with like vaping. Yeah, yeah. There's so That's true. But, and yeah, that's true. We guess that thing was pretty so we cool. Ha- <laughs> <It> was cool. <laughs> so we hopscotch back over to the cafe yep. and we... Wait, did she talk to him yet about? Yes. She mentioned it at the first cafe scene and he said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we essentially find out that sober Bobby is no fun Bobby. Sober Bobby is depressed Bobby. Sad Bobby. And yeah, we find out definitely why he was fun. What made him fun Bobby for sure. Um, and I love Chandler's expression when he tells the same story twice. Like Chandler, the Mr. Funny guy is like dying on the inside a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because he like opened it with, you guys want to hear a funny story? And it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was the worst. And and he was like waiting for some punchline. So then for him to tell it a second time with also no punchline is just like, let yeah, me gouge my eyes out. Um, so at the same time, Phoebe gets up and she goes over to Rachel and essentially calls her out for like about Russ and Rachel just cannot, does not understand except compares him to Bob Saget, which I think David Schwimmer is constantly like visually compared to Bob Saget. Isn't that a thing? I've heard it more than once. Yes. I don't see it too. Yeah. I don't see it, but I've heard it. Maybe we'll put a, what? I do know that Full House ended around the time of season two of Friends. 
So maybe it was just like a mm. Bob Saget was like in the news. I don't know. I didn't look it up, but hmm. I guess like when you looked at look at them like characteristically, you definitely wouldn't misidentify like you wouldn't look at David Schwimmer and be like, was that Bob Saget? But if you look at like their facial features and their body types, I could kind of see how people would say they at least are in the same category. But as for like misidentification, I can't see that. No, no, I don't see that at all. Yeah. Um, so as a fact, a fun fact here. So obviously David Schwimmer is the one who plays Russ in this episode yet the character is credited as being played by snaro um which is apparently a tribute to a friend i don't know Mm -hmm. which friend and i don't know why um but in the credits the character is credited being played by someone else which is interesting um and what oh it's just so weird that that's interesting now i'm intrigued now i want to know like, who is Google Snaro? It. Is that an actual real person? Okay, I'll Google it real fast. Who's Snaro? While you're doing that. Who is? Um, yes. Monica's hair. So we talked about, I think I had a haircut very similar to Rachel. Rachel. Right? And yeah. my yes. mother's Lovely hair. mom was amazing. <laughs> yeah. My mom's hair was the same. As Monica's. Oh, I could totally see that. And I have a photo. I was what? texting her. Th- I was texting her through it. You had a photo? Yes. It's so perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to send that to me because I will post that on our social media. It's that so, is amazing. It's so similar. It's unreal. She decided is- to send me the photo of the haircut that I hated. And I was like, no, mom, this is not the haircut I was looking for. Oh, and then... <laughs> Then she proceeded to send me other photos of me when I had the chicken pox. I said, this is unnecessary. And why are you, not what why are you just for. whipping all these photos out right now? <laughs> of me like looking. Once you get into like a rabbit hole, you just like keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But all I, I just saw Monica's hair. I was like, that was my mom's hair. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't remember my mom watching Friends very much. It must have just been a really in-style hair. Must have been. Style. So it's just weird like how much they defined culture yeah in the 90s well and like even if you don't watch it like i think culturally you just hear enough of it if you see them in billboards and you see them on tv specials and being interviewed by the late night hosts and like you probably get enough of it just ingrained in the culture um especially after being like a 10-year running series um that you can see a sh- you can see like hints about a show and know the context but not really know what's happening yeah um but okay so ross gets introduced to russ so this is the first scene where they come combine come together um and i love i love how ross calls ultimately himself like a goober like what does she see in that goober because it's a hundred percent accurate well and chandler's reaction just all of his like facial expressions as ross is talking about russ (laughs) yeah like he like takes forever to say a sentence Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Uh, and i noticed like all the things that we hate 
like, okay, we hate things in others that we ultimately hate about ourselves. Yes. So this type of episode is ultimately pointing that out just in a very humorous way. Because when people are like me in certain ways, I get very frustrated, but you don't really realize it's because it's something that you don't like in yourself. Mm, You're just like, why does that person do that? Um, There's this one guy I used to work with when I was a, a server and he would come into the back room and just talk like all the time about just the stupidest things. And I mean, like the rest of the servers were annoyed. Like I was annoyed. And then one day I was like, you're a bl- like you're a talker too. Like you just will say whatever you're thinking and whatever comment you want. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm him. And that's so frustrating. Yeah. Do you have another comment on that? No. I want to go back to the I apartment. I didn't really waste any time on Ross. <laughs> well, I was just like, they were competing against each other, Ross and Russ against like a crossword mm-hmm. puzzle when's the last okay time that's seen? later that's later. Oh, that's later yeah jk You're i'll good, wait though. i'll wait but it goes really quickly between the next couple of scenes like it goes back yeah. to the apartment um that's the one uh llewellyn where you were talking about yeah so it goes to chandler and joey's apartment and chandler right chandler walks in and joey's cooking a ton of like pasta sauce to which chandler oh had a very funny little thing um but this is where where we had mentioned you know joey tells chandler what his predicament is like you know to get this part i have to sleep with this girl and chandler's like okay like what's the big almost like what's the big deal like this is what you do all the time not he didn't say that but that's kind of how he was implying so i just thought it was interesting that we know of joey's character so far he would Mm -hmm. not hesitate to say yes and do that But the fact that Joey, it's like, I really respected him in this, this scene because he was genuinely concerned for his future career. Like, I don't want to be known Mm -hmm. as the guy that just sleeps my way to the top. Like, I want to know looking back that I got this role fair and square because I'm talented to do it. And so I thought, like, kudos to Joey and like, way to evaluate that and go that route. Yeah. I completely agree with you on that. It's surprising, but I am appreciative to watch his character grow a little bit. Yes. Um, and show some substance. Like, I think we see a lot of like shallow, shallow Joey, um, mm-hmm. but we get some like really good substance in this one. For sure. Um, quick question. How are you, uh, like in a 30 second snippet, like as fast as you can, where, how were you told about the birds and the bees? never was <laughs> oh, okay i had older brothers so i kind of just lived through it oh my gosh i'm about to blast my mom um pretty much my mom was like yeah it's not that great <laughs> it's oh kinda, no it's kind of just like a disappointing thing wow i was like <laughs> okay and just like don't just don't it was like really, really short. Interesting. I think we we're like in the wow. bathroom, like getting ready, and I was like, "Okay." It w- it wasn't really a talk. I actually had to. I actually talked with somebody else before I got married. Okay. Like I had talked with like an, a like a person who was a mentor in my life because I just didn't feel comfortable. Because if my mom didn't feel comfortable talking to me, then right. Yeah, we had. I mean, 
I don't ever remember getting the birds and the bees talk, but we did have rules. There were three rules when it came to the opposite sex. Um, the door always had to stay open in whatever room you were in. Mm-hmm. Feet had to be on the floor, and um, oh, you nice! Couldn't, you <laughs> you couldn't be under a blanket together. So like everything had to be exposed, basically. <laughs> There's always ways around that. Oh yeah, my brother's always figured it out. <laughs> always you can just be laying on the floor. I'm just saying. Okay. Here's mine in 30 seconds. So my mom took my sister and I out to a Taco Bell and told us there. Wow. Wow. Like we dined in <laughs> at the Taco Bell. Ooh. And that's where she told us. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Anyway. Um, so she like okay, actually so talked we... to you about it? Were you like, mom, yeah, we're honestly, at Taco Bell. I can't remember. I was like, I remember being very aware of who was around and like the fluctuation of my mom's like loudness because I was very much like, keep it down. Like we are in a pub setting. <laughs> like I remember that, but I don't actually remember the words or anything, but that's hilarious. I think my mom um, made okay. us go to the library and get a book, but that's about it. Okay. Well, that's, that's pretty like, educational. Yeah. But how awkward it is to go to yeah. a public library and be like, I'm going to check out this book. Yeah. And it's like, and your mom like has to be there for you because it's probably rated a certain amount that you can't take home. <laughs> That's funny. She wants this uh, book. No, I don't. <laughs> don't want it. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so then we move over to the restaurant. Um, and just I just had one quick note here. This is the first use of Monica's drink, Scotch on the Rocks with a twist. So that will come into play later on in the seasons and stuff, but it's the first point that. Anything else on that? Because that was quick. No. Oh, I was going back to the okay, sauce. So- I was going to back to the sauce. Is there anything you do when you're stressed or upset that he makes mounds of sauce do you do anything well that's a good question no i don't think i do either i don't think so do you william cleans when he's upset at me (laughs) are you upset at him more often just for him to clean Mm, i may let it go a little longer please don't listen to this episode we're gonna we're gonna dm him and tell him to listen to this episode (laughs) i'm just kidding specifically he knows like I may let him go a little longer if he's upset. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so then we go back to the cafe. And this is one where they're kind of sitting in between, Chan- or Chandler is sitting in between Ross and Russ. And they sort of start their, their the relationship between the two of them starts to really like clash. Like you're yes. starting to see they are very similar to each other in a way that is very annoying. Um, so when Ross and Russ are doing this crossword puzzle with Chandler, they disagree on whether the correct word is card shark, which is Russ's opinion, or card sharp, which is Ross's opinion. So technically they're actually both correct because card sharp predated and gave rise to the term card shark. Interesting. Hmm. And I've never heard card sharp. No. Me neither. Me neither. I would have sided with Russ um, on that. And I I would have as well. <laughs> with Russ. Um you also when when Rachel says um Steve sleeve, did it make you think of like 
stove in Bridesmaids when um, the main character was like, what's your, what's stove's not a name, it's an appliance. Like she's on the plane and she's drunk and high on pain meds. No? Okay. No. No. Cool, 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 cool. For all my Bridesmaids fans out there, stove. Um, okay, anything else about the cafe? Because Danielle, you mentioned it earlier as well. Oh, I was talking about they're debating over a crossword puzzle. Like, that's so 90s. But can we just, in this episode, you see them reading magazines. You see them reading mm-hmm. newspapers. Well, that's because these fancy little phones didn't have been. I know, yet. but like. That's so true. It just makes you want to go back, like, especially right now, just in this world. Yeah, I just want to get rid of it. Yeah. Like, we're all, like, for our notes, we're all holding our phones. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just miss, like, they're not, they're at the cafe to socialize and not be on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, I do miss Good those point. times. Can we just go back? Good point. Can we just go back? Um, so Rachel essentially realizes the similarities. And Finally. we cut really quickly back to the apartment. And um, Fun Bobby pulls Monica. She's getting ready for this vacation, and she pulls out a bag full of miniature bottles of liquor and is about to pack them for her because she's going to need them in order for Fun Bobby's stories to be funny, like, at all. So he pulls her outside and essentially breaks up with her. So this is the final appearance of Vincent Ventresca, who plays Fun Bobby. And little fun fact, Vincent and Lisa Kudrow also starred in Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion in 1997. So a couple of years later, they would actually be in the same movie together, which is, you know, funny. Um, But essentially, Monica gets broken up with because she he thinks now she is an alcoholic and has issues with (laughs) (laughs) even though she's just trying to get past his not so funny jokes yes yes it is kind of the the other side of the coin um where someone's lack of drinking now causes you to pick it up to a greater extent yeah um so then the only other like real piece of this last scene of the main you know, chunk of the episode is Joey's announcement. So this is obviously the first episode that um, mentions Joey's character on Days of Our Lives, Dr. Drake Ramore. Um, he didn't I think have very to sleep with to get that part. He actually got it because Yay. he didn't sleep with her. Way to go, Joey. Yeah, so he stood his moral ground and he got a at least a four episode recurring role at the time. Yeah. What's interesting about this is that obviously like this, the soap days of our lives has always been filmed in California. And yet obviously clearly the crew is located in New York city. Right. Oh. So that is, that's one of those like blatantly obvious errors. Um, yeah. But I think just because of the type of show, it wasn't things. Um, they probably wanted to merge the two together. And then another fact is Jennifer Aniston's real life father, John Aniston, uh, has been starring on the actual days of our lives. So she has a actual personal connection to the show since 1984, which is a long time. That's a long time. Um, like that's, that's all you're doing. That's yeah. So many years that you spent the last 
35 years of your life, I think is right. That's a lot. Yeah. So he plays the character Victor Kyriakis, I think is how you pronounce it. Again, I don't watch it, but um, so yeah, Joey's got a big gig, which obviously carries him through a lot of the series of friends. Yeah. So then the only other more about no. Yeah, go ahead. I think the only other part to talk about in this whole episode is the tag with yes. the beloved Julie <laughs> and Russ. <laughs> we just talk about that Honestly, dumb music. So yeah, but the like little music when they finally realize like they look at each other and it's terrible. I mean, it was funny, but it was terrible. I liked it. <laughs> Danielle liked it. <laughs> I like give me the cheesy I music. It was great. They're so good. Like, I thought because like she just got broken up with with by Ross, like. He just got broken up with by. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's a perfect couple, for sure. Cool. So then, Lauren Tom plays Julia. This is her final appearance in the show. Okay, so that wraps up the episode. Um, Danielle, episode rating. I'm gonna say Marcel. Okay. Quick explanation. Um, probably because Joey's not my favorite character. And so it was a lot around Joey, which isn't a, which isn't a bad thing for those who love Joey, but I'm not a, like, I'm not a fan of Joey and Russ Mm -hmm. was just the worst version of Ross. (laughs) But like, I like Joey when he's on days of our lives, it's setting it up, but it's, he's not in it yet. Okay. Yeah. I would say I'm honestly, and this sounds so terrible, but I'm going to say smelly cat. (gasps) What? Only what? because it's so, there's like nothing in the episode. I think that it's one of those episodes where I honestly, like, I don't think I would want to watch this because there's just a lot of setup, which is really the only thing that's important about it. But yeah, I don't care for Russ at all. So I don't like it. Smelly cat it is. <laughs> we're cruel okay, today. I'm going to go a completely different direction. I'm going to give it a, we were on a break. Reason being is I love the character growth of Joey. I thought he doesn't get a lot of character development throughout the series. And this is one of the main episodes for that. Um, I think he showed improvement just in his character and integrity, um, which I really appreciate. I love the contradiction and also the similarities between Russ and Ross. It's probably one of my favorite stints that they do because it's so hilarious how Ross has to face himself and figure out he doesn't like himself, which aligns with my stance on him anyways so that is hilarious to me um and then what's the other thing that what was like one of the main I guess fun Bobby is really like irrelevant to me I don't care about that storyline um but just the other two I think are great so um so yeah I'm gonna give it we were we were on a break so cool okay so post-show wrap-up um we don't have any segments at the end here so um we just want to let you guys know that because thanksgiving is next thursday we are going to take a little break because our episodes normally come out on thursdays and we obviously want to promote you guys having a great time with friends and family um if you are desperate then go back and listen to our previous episodes but we will plan on being back in the studio to bring you a new episode in two Thursdays from now, and we're going to cover the one with the lesbian wedding. 
yeah so we will catch you guys next week on the one with friends podcast <laughs>